Hello, and welcome to the Freedom Challenge online podcast. Here at the Freedom Challenge, we strive to do good by helping enslaved women and children to do more than you ever thought physically possible and to do it together by connecting women with a heart for a hurting world. We hope you enjoy your time being informed and encouraged with host Tracy Doherty and our amazing guests. So let's get ready and join Tracy for this week's episode. Hey, Freedom Sisters and listeners. We're here together again. Thanks for showing up for another episode on our growing podcast, The Freedom Challenge Online. We recently finished our first ever John Muir Relay Backpacking Challenge. Say that, try to say that quick. Well, that's how long it took. It took a while to say and it took a while to do. It started out July 18th and finished August 17th. We had five teams of women and 31 total participants that hiked from the Yosemite Valley, which is, by the way, if you've not been there, one of the most phenomenal places you could actually visit, to the Whitney Portal, which if you did not know, is the highest freestanding mountain in the continental U.S. These are some epic moments. These women actually covered 236 miles and they raised just under $150,000 with 282 people who chose to support them and in doing so, supporting vulnerable women and children around the world. On top of all of that, we had 137 prayer partners. And believe me, these women not only felt buoyed up in prayer, but they needed it. Because when it comes to advocating um, against modern day slavery, we need prayer. We need um, all of God's heart and army and his people praying against these atrocities. So lots of people came together for this challenge. And I know we're rejoicing and so, so thrilled to have some testimonies of women who participated in the Freedom Challenge this summer. So with that being said, we have some remarkable, amazing women on this podcast today. I get to introduce them to you. The first one is Deidre Deidre Gomez, and the second is Cindy Torres, and the third is, you know her, Carice Williams. They were all on team three together out in the wilderness, and they are here to say that they live to tell, and we get to hear all the nitty-gritty about their time, what God did in them, what he did on those trails. So thrilled to have them. So I'm going to start with Deidre, and would you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your passion, what you do, what you love, and give us a snapshot of your life. Welcome. Oh, thank you for having me. Um, as mentioned, I'm Deidre Gomez. I am currently based in New York City in the Big Apple. Um, I My day-to-day job is advertising, so I'm currently doing uh, media for higher education, which is uh, great to see. Um, and, and yeah, a lot of my passions, um, it's, a, it's a lot, you know, from like food to doing communications and education, which is something I'm passionate about. Um, to serving, you know, I love to serve and I serve in my church. 
Um, and I just love to serve those around me in my community. So, yeah. And thank you for serving the Freedom Challenge this summer. I got to say, New York is one of my very favorite places to be in the world. So when you tell me that, my heart is aching. I haven't been since all of this pandemic. And so I I secretly am like feeling a little jealous right now. I love that city. I love it. Visit. Oh, yeah. All right. Next, we have Cindy. And Cindy, would you introduce yourself and just share a snapshot about your life, your passion, where you live? Give us some insight yep. into who you are. Yes. Hi, everyone. I am Cindy Torres. I was born and raised in Miami. I am currently a social worker at a child's advocacy center. Um, so I work with families that are going through very traumatic experiences through sexual abuse, physical abuse. Um, so yeah, very heavy work, but very rewarding. Um, so my passion definitely is to serve people, serve the marginalized. Um, and specifically, I love working with immigrants, immigrant youth. Mm. Um, and so I love doing that. I love serving my local church. I have always served on the children's ministry. Um, and I, I've, I've loved that ever since. Um, and so I think that comes back to just like the work I do now working with youth. Um, and so, yeah, I love the outdoors. I love ice cream, <laughs> any kind of any kind. Yes. Um, so I'm always down for an ice cream trip. Love it. You know, I just hear such joy in you, even as you're just sharing about what you do and, and the heaviness of what you're doing. Thank you. Jesus needs his hand and feet in all of these places. And I'm grateful for mm. your presence there. And I can hear just his life and joy in you, even as you introduce yourself. So, and finally, yeah. I will not do a drum roll, but our very mm -hmm. own Caris, would you share a little bit about yourself? I think most people know, so give us a snapshot, but you could also tell us a big event that's happening because that's important and that's a passion, but also yeah. how you're wrapped and tied into these beautiful women who are with us today. Yes, certainly. So as um, I think most people know, I'm the program manager for the Freedom Challenge. And I was also uh, raised in Miami, Florida, now live in Atlanta. And to hint to Tracy's update, <laughs> I will be moving to Italy for a year um, to begin my doctorate in just under two weeks. And things Ooh. that I'm passionate about, I am passionate about people, I'm passionate about history, culture, food, and um, I really like reading and researching, which is what has kind of led me to this new journey. And I'm really excited. And I know these two lovely ladies that you can probably make the connection, but um, we are all so for so flow girls, which means South Florida. Mm -hmm. So uh, Cindy and I actually used to work um, together prior to this with um, immigrant children and um, immigrant children that specifically were trafficked or potentially trafficked to the U.S. And Deidre, I actually met during that time as she joined us for lunch. Um, we lived right or we worked right in the middle of downtown next to the art district. So we always had fun places to go check out. So she joined us. And um, from then on, 
this opportunity just came across and they both said yes to taking on the Freedom Challenge and made wonderful additions to Team 3. I love it. And I just learned something new from you. So flow. Never knew it. (laughs) I never knew it. I I'm I as you said it I'm going what is that oh yeah. South Florida California's Cali and uh, South Florida <laughs> SoFlo look at you and what are you going to be calling your new Bologna Italy we haven't heard that yet but you'll come up with something and we'll <laughs> and we'll go with it right and I always think it's fun with you Chris um, even interviewing your husband a few weeks back you both love to talk about food and that's something I appreciate about you because one of my mottos in life is to never waste a meal. So if I'm with a Williams, I'm not going to be wasting a meal. That's Definitely sure. not. We're not. They know about the best places. I know. It's they don't true. live, they don't live in Miami and they know about the new restaurants and when they come, they take me to them. And I'm just like, how is that even possible? But they're foodies. I love it. <laughs> I, they are foodies. I love that. <laughs> All right. Well, we're here to talk about the John Muir Trail Backpacking Challenge. And you were on Team Three Ladies. So I would just want to invite you to talk about, you know, the Freedom Challenge and why you decided to join this challenge. I mean, you you knew, you know, Chris, but why did you say yes? Because it was a huge commitment. Yeah. So Um, For me, I just kind of want to explain like how I learned about the Freedom Challenge. I think she was doing her first challenge um, when we were still working together. And she was telling me about these fundraising ideas that she was doing. Like she was selling Mm. jewelry. She was selling coffee. And I was just like, I don't know what this girl's doing, (laughs) but I'm just going to support her in every single one of them. And I Mm. purchased a lot of the things that she was selling. Um, But that's how I kind of like heard about it the first time. Um, but yeah, I, I, then she obviously like shared when she was going to lead a team and I was like, Ooh, I think I want to do that. But the reason why I joined, I think is because of the mission. Um, mm-hmm. and I feel like, you know, just the victims of human trafficking, the women, the children that the freedom challenge serves, like, I'm just like, somebody has to advocate for them. Right. Um, somebody mm-hmm. has to bring awareness about what is happening. So I was just like, I would love to serve as a conduit for that um, within, you know, my family group, within my friend group, um, within my platform, right on Instagram. So that's why I joined. And I also joined because I love the outdoors. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I was like, wow. So I get to like advocate for these women, but I also get to be outdoors. I'm like, this is like such a great combo. Um, Mm. So that's really why I did it. Yeah, it's really cool how that dual exchange you know, you're, there's a growth that happens in you and a transformation yet at the same time for others. And those two combine really, um, are quite remarkable about this ministry. All right, Caris, hit it. Yes. I think it's pretty easy to know why I did, (laughs) uh, team three, but I think the part that I was mostly excited about is being able to invite Um, women that haven't been a part of Freedom Challenge before to be able to join in this mission. I kind of also added it to the fact that I was turning 30 this year and a little bit of a pressure point of inviting some of my friends Mm -hmm. to do it more so like, hey, if you're going to do a challenge, do it. Um, This is your, your birthday gift to me, but also just the reality of knowing that they have a passion, um, 
for this work, even if they haven't been a part of the Freedom Challenge before, and just the reality that I've experienced before how Freedom Challenge gives you um, not only the ability to advocate for others, but to kind of walk through your own journey. I wanted to, um, you know, invite them into that. So I think it was really, really cool. As soon as I invited Cindy, um, she invited Deidre, and that's kind of how that happened. Mm. Yes. Yeah, okay, and Deidre, like, what, I trust Carice. I'm sorry, I just got to cut in and I was just going to say, no, I go, trust Greece like with my whole life. Um, so when she brought this up, I was just like, yeah, I'm signing up. Like I was, I had my fears, but I was like, I'm doing it. Like it's Carice. Mm. Like she's such a leader. I trust her mm. passions. I trust her heart. Like, and I know mm. like how much of a faith-filled woman she is. Like she would not put me in a dangerous situation. So I, I followed her blindly. <laughs> You did. And you had to carry a bear can and you got to see, bear. I mean, you had, there was a lot that went down. I can't wait to keep hearing that blind following unfold. All right. Did you, do you want to um, share a little bit? Yeah. Um, I'll just say that um, Cindy just approached me last, yeah, it was last year in August. Um, we were together in Miami and she was just like, Hey, so there's this, you know, thing called the Freedom Challenge. And, you know, it seems like something you'll like. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. And she's wow. like, oh, okay. But like, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just send me the link. I'll, I'll sign up. <laughs> I'll sign up today. And I did. And if there's something that Cindy knows about me is, um, I'm, I will say yes to anything. So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But um, yeah, I, I just signed <laughs> up immediately. And I know that me and Cindy growing up, we um participated in mission trips so for me it was kind of like a no-brainer it was you know mm. it was something um advocating for women and you know women and children human trafficking so, like it's a great cause um me and cindy have gone on several hiking trips you know um mm. that's something that we uh, usually every, do every year so for me it was just like yeah of course i'll do it so um mm. so yeah it was just it was just like i, I didn't even have to think about it i was like yeah i'm doing it Mm. Not to go back to New York City, but, you know, we've been wanting to plan a regional challenge for an urban hike there for like a couple of years. So you're stirring that desire up again. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I listen to you. I'm doing it. I'll do it. I, I, that's what I was hoping you'd say because you said you just say yes. So I'm like, hey, here, we've got our first yes for our urban hike in New York City. Yeah. Uh, so cool. All right. So always on these challenges, there's just this key moment or a story that really impacted you in this experience. So maybe one or two of you or all of you, if you would like, could share about that impactful moment, that like culminating all of this for that. Yeah, I'll, I'll start. It kind of goes off of um, how we were talking about the two ladies and them joining. But actually, Mike, moment came on the way to Reno on the way to the challenge um as I was on the plane I think there was just like as I was just kind of praying for the whole team and just like the reality that there was this group of women that said yes into stepping into the wilderness and just the the reality that people don't do that right um daydream might but like the majority of people don't just jump in into something without full expectancy of what 
or maybe even like a glimpse of what is to come. And uh, I was just praying for for everyone on the team. And what was very unique, I particularly think about this team was, um, I mean, a lot of the the women were from South Florida. A lot of them do have like a Latin background. Um, you know, there was a, one of them that she was in uh, Korean and Maltese and then um, one from Kazakhstan. And what the Lord kind of just put in my heart on the way there was like how these women not only represented themselves, but like the communities and the reality of just a little bit of the research or maybe the whole lot of my research um, brain that I have the reality of like the context of how every country that these women represented had been through some kind of turmoil or were like some of the highest um, when it came to being um, countries that, that human trafficking is so prevalent. Um, just some of the places, you know, that the, that the women that made up this group represented were really significant to actually like our mission and vision mm. and how there was this um, reality, I think to me that these women were coming in to hike not only for themselves or maybe for some of the stories or, or fields that we know that Freedom Challenge supports, but also for their communities. Um, and yeah, there was a special word for each of them that I got to share with them that I think um, was important kind of as before we walk into this and before we go into the wilderness, there mm. is more um, that the Lord is, is having you kind of process and take each step for before you go into this and that there will be liberty and that there will be freedom, um, but that it is bigger than yourself. So um, that was kind of the moment for me. Mm. And it was very special to, share that with everyone and very special to see how that played out throughout that week um, mm. in everyone's life. Beautifully stated. No wonder you were the leader of team three. Great leadership. <laughs> I felt led by what you said. Uh, how about you, Cindy? Do you have a moment, a uh, impactful moment or just sort of the overarching theme that you could share with us? Um, yeah. Uh, for me, well, I mean, there's just so many moments, right? But um, if I had to pick one, I feel like while I was out there, I just felt so vulnerable. Um, I felt mm. so small. And I feel like it made me realize how great God is, right? Um, how his plans are greater than ours. I feel like, I, and I, and the ladies know this, like, I was so emotional out there, right? Because it is like, it's like a survival experience, right? Um, so I felt like for me, God was like, just diving into a lot of areas in my life, areas like in my past, things that have happened in my family, um, people that I've been surrounded by whose stories they've shared with me. Um, and so I feel like God was just revealing so much of, of, of my past and like my present and my future. Um, I feel like as I was praying for the chains of like the women that the Freedom Challenge serves, I feel like God was also like breaking a lot mm. of the chains that I was carrying. Um, wow. from my past, a lot of the burdens, like a lot of the pain. Um, so I, for me, that was like the most impactful thing. And I feel like I'm still processing some of the things that God spoke to me while I was on the challenge. And 
that I just it's so invaluable it was just so beautiful like I just Mm. I just felt so humbled when I was out there like I was just like man god like I just I just felt such a surrender out there and and I still feel it and I don't want to forget it Mm. it's funny Cindy you know I often say this to people but I think you captured it really well and it's that if you don't go you don't know There's just Mm -hmm. like mystery Mm -hmm. and connections that happen between you and the Holy Spirit and creation. It's like a, it's like you're under a cathedral of a beauty, Mm -hmm. like a sanctuary almost. And it sounds like you had some of those moments and they truly are like how to define them and explain them for those who were not there, but you Mm -hmm. sure did a good job at capturing that. So thank you. All right. Do we have another one? Yeah, I guess I'll go. Um, like Cindy mentioned, there were there were so many challenges, and I think for me, um, I, actually, I got um, altitude sickness the first night, mm. and I think for me, like um, I had a, I, I panicked a little bit, and I I think I told Cindy I was like. I, you know, there's, there's no Walgreens here. There's no CVS, you know, if something were to happen, there's no hospital, there's no cell phone reception. So for me, that, that was, that was a mental challenge, just kind of being so away from civilization and just like, you know, there's, there's this, you can't even use your phone, you know, and, um, Mm. and then I guess that's also the physical challenge. I mean, I, I was telling Cindy, I, I was almost always like the last one in when it came to hiking because I it was it was just a physical challenge for me to carry that backpack to go uphill to go downhill you know and everybody's just like walking 20 miles an hour and you're walking like two miles an hour so um that was a challenge for me but I think for me the biggest challenge was um, disconnecting um, mm. because I, I feel like during this trip, I realized that I had a lot of fear and a lot of anxiety within me. And I feel like that's something that God has been working with me since the first moment that Cindy told mm. me about this challenge, you know, just letting go of fear and anxiety and trusting him and, and replacing that with faith. Um, you know, trusting God that you're going to make your, fundraising goal like you don't know how and part of you kind of just wants to take action but it's just kind of like hey you're we're gonna make it but you know I'm I'm mm. gonna make it you just don't know how and you know and just just showing me so much um during the trip so so yeah that was a little bit about what I've experienced on this mm. trail yeah would you would you think it would be accurate when I'm listening to you? It's almost like there's this creation of a of a living parable that you're walking out that reflects things that God's doing in your life and your everyday life. It sounds like there was an intersection in that for you. Would that be true? Like the anxiety and the letting go and the surrender and trust. It it feels like the two of those, like the real in New York City and then the parable in the wilderness. I see that. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely was. And, and I, there was a night where, well, I mean, every night we everybody shared their, their story and their testimony. And for me, like my night, I shared about, you know, um, my dad having been diagnosed with dementia, um, just, you know, mm-hmm. living with that fear and anxiety and kind of stepping in as a, ter- uh, uh, as a caregiver, you know, 
planning doctor's appointments. So I had that fear and anxiety. And, um, you know, Cindy, even one night was like, you're so anxious, like, what's wrong with you? And um, I was anxious also, because from disconnecting, you know, like, I'm going to be away. And, you know, if a doctor is trying to call me, I won't be able to answer if, you know, if something were to happen back home, I I wouldn't know until, Hmm. you know, this trip is over. So I feel like it was also letting go and just really trusting God, like, hey, your family's not going to be able to contact you, but it's okay because I, I, I'm i taking care of them. Like, mm. it's like disconnect and just enjoy my creation and just enjoy being in, in my presence, like receive mm. peace. So I think that that was, um, that was mm. something I've went through. So good. There, you know, you hear all these studies about just this therapeutic nature of the physical body letting down and just kind of receiving from the beauty of creation. And it sounds like some of that happened for you. So good. All right. So we know clearly because we talked before we even started this podcast about our knees and our backs and our ankles and the downhill and the up to hill and all this stuff, like all the very real, like 35, 40 pound pack, setting up your tent, making your food, filtering your water, all of it, carrying your bear can. Ladies, you are rock stars, like all of that. And not to mention raising the funds, training your body, getting your gear, getting on an airplane. You did all that. This is a huge challenge. Congratulations. But part of that is just this this body part, you know, this... um, this challenge our bodies and our minds to stand for women and children around the world. And I like to explain like this exchange that in human trafficking, it's against the body. You know, uh, a woman's body, she no longer has choice to choose, to feel, to think. So then when you ladies show up choosing thinking, feeling on behalf of another because you have this freedom. There's just this beautiful exchange that's so potent and actually spiritual and like intercessory prayer. I always like to explain it as like living sacrifice. You ladies became like a living sacrifice on behalf of. So I would just like you to share a little bit about the physical part of the challenge. Like, how is that for you? Yeah, um, I can share. Uh, yeah, for me, like, this is like the physical challenges started like the first day, I feel like within like a few minutes of just like beginning the hike, I could feel like the altitude sickness, like after maybe like after like an hour and a half. Um, and mm-hmm. so I feel like after we took a break, like our first our very first break in one of the past, um, I got very nauseous. Um, and I was just like in that pause, I was like the last one. And I was just like, I'm not gonna make it God. I was like, this, this is not gonna happen. If I'm already like, you know, just like, not working out right now, like it's not gonna happen. So I was like, really disappointed. But I remember that our guides are like, really quick to act. And like, they were like, here, take this, it's gonna help. And indeed, it did. Um, mm-hmm. But I just got, I, I got very emotional because I was like, my body's failing me. And I was like, I mean, it's just, just the first few hours. So I was very frustrated with myself um, mm-hmm. at that moment. Um, and then obviously after we didn't even hike that much um, that day, but like, you know, 
the following days we did. And so I felt like my legs were given out. Like I was like, oh man, like I feel like every time that I share my experience with other people, I'm just like every step was like a prayer, right? Like I was just like, come on, just just keep going. I was like, this is why you're doing it. This mm-hmm. is the mission, like praying the whole time because my legs felt so heavy. Um, and it wasn't so much the backpack. It was just like my legs. I was just like, what is going on? Like I, you know, I trained Mm. for this. So for me, it was like a lot of like, just like the hiking and like the hours, you know, the miles. Um, but I mean, I made it, I survived, but it was, it was strenuous on my body for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that is for sure. Yeah. The lack of oxygen, right. To your muscles. That's real. Like altitude sickness is Mm -hmm. no joke. And you can feel, you know, that muscle heaviness from not having all that oxygen just pulsing through your body so strongly. So, whew. All right. How about, how about, uh, one of you, one of you other ladies talk about this? How was it? I guess I'll, I'll talk since we're on the topic of uh, altitude sickness. <laughs> um, I, I definitely got that that first night. Um, and I think the next morning I was still feeling very weak. Um, and I think Cindy, like the first night she told me that I was like in my sleep breathing so hard um, mm. due to the, just the air being so thin. And the next morning I still felt very weak that the guides and Carissa were discussing, you know, if she continues this way, we might have to find an exit and one of the guides would have to take her out. And um, for me, like in that moment, I'm just like, just take me out. (laughs) They just seem like I can't (laughs) breathe. I feel so weak. Mm. But I, you know, I had a great team and I had a great guide, uh, great guides that, you know, they helped, you know, carry some of the weight off my backpack Mm. um they're like hey just go to the front you'll be setting the pace so that you know we're all together um and my body did get used to to the altitude so I did you know throughout the day I did feel a lot better um to the point that when we all got back everyone was tired it was raining it was cold that I was like okay you know I'll make everyone dinner like I'll Mm. you know I got everyone's pots and I was like yeah I'll make everyone ramen yeah it was the best the best ramen I've had (laughs) <laughs> um and and I just my you know my spirits lifted so I felt really happy and and um but yeah there were definitely moments where not just that where you know just going uphill you know I feel like my lungs were gonna burst my heart was just gonna explode mm-hmm. because you know you're you're going uphill and you know it was during those moments where I'm like okay just remember why you're doing this you know just think about all those uh women and children that are trapped that they live, they live like this every day. You know, they're fighting every day. They live in fear. They live in darkness. Um, mm-hmm. Like, remember why you're doing this. Um, and I would just pray to God, just, just give me strength, God. Just, just let me reach the top. Um, mm-hmm. But, but yeah, it was definitely um, challenging the first night. But I'm very glad that um, I made it. Yes, you did. Can we just talk about those guides? How amazing are the solid rock? Outdoor ministry yeah, women. I love them. Shout out to Jane and Susan. Listen, everybody who's listening, feel free to go and <laughs> there'll be a link in our show notes about Solid Rock Outdoor Ministries because they are unbelievable. So much so. So awesome. We survived because of them. Yeah. Yeah. 
their songs, the worship songs, their little pep talks. Like it was, it was everything. I loved it. <laughs> mm. All right, Caris, do you have something? For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, I think for me it was a little bit different. I do think the the beginning, um, you know, people were getting accustomed to it, acclimation, sickness, things like that were happening. Um, but day two was when like the raining and hailing started for our team. And oh, yeah. with the majority, I think actually everyone on our team besides the guys, it was our first time backpacking in the wilderness. So day two, you know, there was rain, there was hail. And I was just like, okay. Um, the part where it got you know, a little challenging for me was around day four, day five, it actually rained every single day after day two, and it hailed um, throughout that time in different occasions. So that meant like, we were hiking a lot slower, it meant we had to like camp in different places, because we can actually get to where we we're going to due to the weather. And I remember it was like day four or five, I had no dry clothes anymore. Um, and that's when I was just like, yeah, I, I, I'm not enjoying this part. It was, it was physical because I think it was more so like I was wet and it just kept raining on, on us. Um, <laughs> and yeah, there was just like also this reality of like, what does that look like um, as a team? Like we do have a place to get to um, and there's, you know, these obstacles that we can't do anything about that just kind of keep happening. And I remember just kept, we kept praying and like we even kept singing um, different songs um, about the sun will come out tomorrow and, and th things like this to try and keep our hopes up. But it was, you know, kind of like one of those reminders of there's things that you can't control that just happen yes. and you have to be able to um, pursue and continue on. And there's just moments where you're like, okay, like tomorrow will be like the break. And it was like, no, tomorrow is also going to rain and hail. <laughs> so, so I think you gotta that, tell them about our laundry lines that were hanging from our backpacks yes yes there was like moments where I was even like I really hope people aren't like taking too many pictures or videos because <laughs> all like you could see was like you know my my clothes my my underwear we, we kept one of the most used words was panty, which is underwear. Um, so that that was all visible. Um, anyone that it was by all me. out there for the world. It was to all see. out. My mom yeah. used to call those the unmentionables. So your yeah. unmentionables were out <laughs> on your lines, huh? Yes, yeah. very much. So. Uh, I love it. Okay, fun, memorable story. Make us laugh. Fill us in on one of those moments on the trails and in your camp or in your tent or wherever you were that you yeah. experienced. It's definitely a story that we, yeah. I think, all must tell, but I'll, I'll hand off to Cindy to kind of give the the context of, of why this was. <laughs> but um, as, as you mentioned before, she, she at some points was the one that was like rearing us and um, how... I'll just say I was I was with Cindy waiting for daydream at the top of a mountain when this happens. Cindy. Yeah. So it was raining. Um, and I was I obviously was already feeling bad because I know Daydream had gotten sick like a couple of days before. 
Um, I know that she wasn't as fast as she wanted to be. So I was like, oh man, like, you know, I know she's having such a hard time, um, but I see her like coming up, right? Coming up the mountain. And I'm like mm -hmm. looking at the, at like, we're at the top with Therese and I'm just like, look how beautiful this is. Like it's raining, but we're still taking pictures. And I see Deidre's just like pushing forward. She's like coming through and she's coming up the mountain and I'm just, I get so emotional <laughs> that I start crying. And I was just Aww. like, oh, this is beautiful. She made it, my friend, I love her. And then I'm like, Carice, like she's coming and Carice is like, oh, it's okay, don't cry. So then as like, you're leading her on. Yeah, we're like so excited <laughs> that she made it. And like, as she's approaching us, I'm like, day, you made it. Look at this view, look at where you made it to. And she just looks at me with like this, face like she's just so upset and she's like I'm not impressed <laughs> she just, and she just like walks away and I'm just like you don't even want a picture and I was just so heartbroken uh, I'm not impressed with all of this parade I just want to sit down and be left alone we've all been there That's yeah so it kind of like, became I like a going. joke yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a joke going around the camp. <laughs> like someone would say somewhat something and then the other person would be like, I'm not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was she was not impressed by the views. She was just like, I just want to get to our campsite. Like she was like, I don't I don't care right now. Like I'm wet. I'm just ready to go. But it was so funny because I was like, I was just praying after that. And I was like, God, like, why is she being so rude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We see all of the broken messies of each other out on those trails, right? It's like um, there's a the founder of <laughs> OM wrote a book called Messiology, and I love it because I think it was meant for the Freedom Challenge because it gets so messy, the theology and all of it. It's just like this. It's it's big. It's big emotions. Any other stories anyone wants to add? Fun memory, fun story crazy moment I, I think, think there were so point, many oh go I'll ahead go, Carice. Okay. go ahead no you got this you got this you're funnier oh no it's just gonna be like I think at one point we just really annoyed the guides because um we were just always like every five minutes so where are we where are we going are we almost there yet are we almost there yet so we've we've like been hiking for a long time like we're almost there and I think one time we were coming for going uphill and we've, I don't know, I guess like 45 minutes. And I guess in your head, you're like, oh no, we've, we've done so much. We've, we've hiked like five miles. And then I'm like, we're halfway there. Right. And then our guys are like, you've only hiked one mile. And I'm just like, oh. what? <laughs> um, so they just <laughs> like, at one point, it was this disappointment. And, and our guides, like at one point they're like, Hey, you know what? Here's the map. You, you, uh, you like, you know, you know where we are, you know where we're going. So just you figure out how, how long we, we like have left to go because they were just so annoyed at, at our questions. We we're like, are we almost there? Are we almost there? Are we almost there? Wasn't there a movie called that? They probably were thinking about, I think there's a movie called Are We Almost There? Are yet? we there yet? Are we are there we yet? yet? Yeah. yeah, that was definitely us. That was you. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> That's so fun. Oh, ladies, I thank you so much for talking to me today. And if you could just share one sentence of encouragement to our listeners, 
for joining us today about a challenge. What would you say? One sentence encouragement from each of you. I'll go first. Um, so one of the things that I even want to just like thank both of these ladies for just um, saying yes to, to this challenge. But I also felt like this like external support from both their moms, like both their moms were like their biggest cheerleaders um, onto coming onto this challenge. And there was we had a lot of inside jokes throughout this team. But in the beginning, like one of the ones that we had the most that we kept saying to the guys and that they just texted us the other day with the realization that like now this is an imprinted word in their brain is obedece, which means obey in Spanish. Mm. So I would love to tell listeners to obedece um, the Holy Spirit, because mm. I think <laughs> that there's just this. Um, yeah, God calls us to to do things that put us in uncomfortable places that um, challenges us to to step into where we currently are, um, not only for ourselves, but also for other people. And there is obedience um, that has to go into that. I think anything that we do out of obedience always has a reward um, for us. And it's sometimes um, the what is unexpected of us. But I loved that there was kind of like this like call of obedience over like the whole team where like we knew that like everyone's moms had kind of like told them this specifically, you know, been very Latina moms over them and like prayed over them and told them like, just obey your guides over this, your guides. And mm. it, it isn't like only just the word for our team, but I think it's just kind of um, something that I'm even delving into deeper, like what is um, the beauty of obedience? What, do, what comes out of it um, mm. for, for ourselves and for other people? And if you can like, just get down obedience in your life as like something that you're willing to say yes to when the Lord calls. There's so many other things that, um, that just are fruitful due to that. Um, and that you don't need to, you need to like explain or wait for or like doubt just because you already know that you're walking in that step. So my word mm. is obedecing. Okay, I'm always trying to say it good like you. Olaveste. Olaveste? <laughs> Did I say it right? Close. Olaveste. Olaveste. I I think I can work on it with Caris, <laughs> but I really love that word. I'm okay. going to learn how to say it great and obey it too. All right. <laughs> what's next? Cindy, what do you yeah. think? For me, I think it'll just be like, when you call on Jesus, you'll overcome any mountain figuratively mm. and literally. Mm. So <laughs> I felt good. like if it wasn't for Jesus, I wouldn't have made it. So all glory and honor to him. Yes. Amen. Good. What do you got? Um, I guess for me, it would be um, always exchange your fear uh, with faith um, mm. and just know that God is just, he's such a faithful God and um, he's just so, so attentive to our needs way more than we are to our own mm. needs. Mm. 
So beautiful, ladies. Yes, you ladies are a delight. I'm so grateful you could be with me, with our listeners, share about the challenge and encourage us hearing about your experiences and really the real deal when you go and push yourself to these limits and you fellowship with other like-minded women and you're just join with a prayer team, heaven and earth is moving on behalf of the ones that we're caring so deeply about. So thank you ladies for being with me. No, it was the best. I love team three. Thanks for having us. (laughs) Team three. Team three. We love. Are we allowed to have favorites? Yes. Are we allowed to have favorites? I don't know. Probably. I mean, that was the team I was on, so I think I'm allowed. Yeah. <laughs> I feel the guys awesome. have a favorite. I think it's team three. I love it. You know what I've always said? I think, well, as it has to do with God, I'm always like, I want to wrestle with other people that I am his favorite daughter because we should be so convinced of that. So I love mm-hmm. that you are like, I'm the guide's favorite. That's a good way. <laughs> no, I just think our whole team, like our whole team, we just brought that Miami heat. We brought the fun. Yeah. We brought the jokes. Like, it's just us. It's like, we were great. Yeah, we, we showed them a couple of Spanish words. We showed them like the dances, the different types of food that Hispanics uh, eat. They just, we're it. just waiting for them to fly over to Miami. And yeah. I heard there was lots of Spanglish and dancing going on. Oh, yeah. That's what I heard. So good. From the Miami Spice Girls. It's awesome. (laughs) So, everyone, um, we have Mount Kilimanjaro, our 10th anniversary climb and challenge coming in 2022. If you don't know about it, go check it out on the website. Lots of regional challenges coming up in 2022, as well as some openings for the Jesus Walk Israel Challenge that got moved yet again. God's providence, he's with us to July, or excuse me, June of 2022. So go check out the um, website, follow us on Instagram and Facebook so you can keep up to date. And thank you for joining. And until next time, let's continue to do good biblical justice by helping enslaved women and children do more than you ever thought physically possible. And these ladies told us all about that. And do it together by connecting with women who have a heart for a hurting world. God bless. Thanks for listening to the Freedom Challenge online podcast. If you liked what you heard, join the fight to set women and children on a pathway to freedom across the globe. We are a proud ministry of Operation Mobilization USA and encourage you to learn more at thefreedomchallenge.com and omusa.org for how you can get involved. Follow us on Facebook, on Instagram at the FCUSA, and don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to let us know what you think. We'll see you next time.